What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, also known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. I've been in therapy since October of 2017. If you want to know what type of therapy, psychotherapy. I'm not a psychopath. I'm just in psychotherapy. The point of my entire platform to avoid confusion is to bring awareness to narcissistic personality disorder and to also, in the process of doing that, validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Because guess what? Sometimes you're not crazy. Sometimes, you know, this might wake some people up. It might open some eyes and things like that. Today's episode is going to be going to be a touchy one. Today, we're going to be touching on the trauma bond. Woo! If this is your first time tuning in, if you're new to narcissism, if you're new to narcissistic personality disorder, the trauma bond is similar to Stockholm Syndrome. It's when you bond, you are, you know, bonded through trauma to your abuser. Like you cannot leave your abuser. You can't. You can't imagine a life without out, without your abuser, even though you know that you are being abused, even though your eyes have been open to the abuse most of the time. I think most of the time. Um. So I do when I'm doing my one on ones. A lot of people, you just see it. They they open their mouths and they say it. They say, "Hey, look, I know I should not be with this person. Like this person is a drug addict. They have no job. They have no life. Literally, kids everywhere. No custody. No job. No nothing." I'm a successful person. I make six figures, whatever. I have my life together, but I cannot take, I cannot leave this person alone. And it is literally killing me. And I hear that all the time. And I tell people it's the trauma bond and they, it kind of opens their eyes. Like, and a, a lot of people don't know what the trauma bond is, but like, that's why I have to say Stockholm syndrome. Like you've been kidnapped for so long. Like you start to feel sorry and empathize with your kidnapper. Similar situation, except it's not a kidnapper. Well, it could be a kidnapper, but um, <laughs> it's a person with narcissistic personality disorder or sociopathy or psychopathy. You know what I mean? So, in those situations or something else, it doesn't. It's just toxic person overall. It doesn't have to be a, a personality disorder person. You just bond into a toxic person. And a lot of people want to know how to break the trauma bond. How do you break the trauma bond? And I, I'm, that, yeah, that's my new addiction right now. I have a very, very addictive personality, so I want to know how to break it too. And I've been researching it and stuff like that. And most of the, most people say you need to write it down, write it down, write down your truth, record your truth, um, things like that. Get it out of your system, because I know just personally speaking to these people and, you know, if you don't talk to anybody about the stuff, you will question your reality for a very, very long time because the gaslighting is real. I could, I think a gaslight, I, 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 I describe gaslighting like this. If I'm in this room right now, um, and there's gas all over the floor. You can smell it. You know how smell. You know how strong the smell of gasoline is. The, str- the gasoline has a strong, pungent odor. You know there's gasoline in there. If I sit in this room long enough with no ventilation and smelling in gas, smelling gasoline, I'm going to probably pass out and or die. I'm going to be hallucinating. I'm going to be something's going to happen to me. But when I get to fresh air, when I get to fresh air, my vision comes back. The fog clears. And I feel normal again. I start to feel normal again over time. That's similar to what gaslighting for from a narcissistic person will do. Is the longer you in the gaslighting, the longer you, the more you become trauma bonded, and the more you start to question your reality. So when you get away from that stuff, when you stay away from that stuff, you get fresh air. The fog starts to clear. You have to get away from it. You can't you can't break a trauma bond while you actively in a relationship. I know it probably can be done. I don't know, but like you can't like because I'm a narcissist. I don't want you to leave. A lot of times, if you're a good, if you're a good supply or whatever word they be using nowadays, if you're a good person and we don't want to, they, we we want the trauma bond to be stronger. We want to make you bond it more. 
So, oh, you want to leave? Okay, let's leave. let's do everything. Let I'm gonna tell you everything you want to hear. You want to leave? Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's have a baby. A baby will fix everything. You think a baby gonna fix something? No, baby makes things worse. Now it's harder to leave. Let's have another baby. We want we 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 talked about having three. Let's have three babies. Now you got three. You're not going to work with three kids. It's tough. You're making it tougher. The bond is getting stronger now. Now you bond. Now you bond it more. Every time you leave and come back. Every time you leave and come back. Every time you leave and come back. I'm saying it over and over again, y'all. This is not a tape. This is not me messing up on the uh, on the podcast. I'm literally saying this over and over again, repeatedly. Every time you leave and come back, the bond gets stronger. Because the narcissist, like, we, like, you know, the idealization phase, the love bomber, we're hitting you with everything you want and need. Like, you've never felt the love like this before. You've literally never felt the love like this before. You're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, I've been swept off my feet. And I always say, if somebody's sweeping you off your feet too fast, it's to drop you on your head. I'm going to repeat that. If somebody is sweep, sweeping you off your feet too fast, it is to drop you on the top of your head. Slow down. Like, But, but a lot of times I'm talking to people. You know, and I've lived it too, y'all. I know I lived it. You know, my wife might be trauma bonded. Who, who knows? But you know, just I just know it exists. You know what I mean? And narcissists giving you everything you want, it would give you everything you need, telling you everything that you want to hear, and then they, they you know, we strip it away from you. We take it away from you. you the trauma bond is, you know, getting stronger. Now you like, what? What happened? Now you know who we are. I mean, now you know who we can be. We are currently showing you who we are, but you know who we can be. So you holding on to who he can be. And every time you leave, guess what? We put the mask back on and show you who we can be. Bond is strong. You know, I know the potential is there. I don't want to leave. I know the potential is there. I know she's like, she's everything I want to need. He's everything I want to need. If he can just see it. If she can just see it. If they can just see it. You know what I mean? If everybody can just see it. If everybody, you know, if everybody can just see it. I mean, if they can just see it, we can be great together. But then they start treating you terribly almost immediately again. Highs and lows, highs and lows. It becomes addictive. Now, like, you know, now it's an addictive substance. The narcissist now has become an, an addictive substance. It's just not just a relationship anymore. Now you're addicted to them. It's like a drug. It's like drug withdrawal. You have to go cold turkey. You have to go through substance. You have literally have to go substance, substance abuse training to get away from a narcissist. You have to get you have to get away from them. First of all, you have to get away from them. You cannot heal in the same environment that you made you sick. You can't put a junkie in a room full of needles and heroin or whatever and expect them not to not to be in there laid out with needles in, in their neck, ears, butt, feet, everywhere. You know what I mean? You can't do that. <laughs> butt and feet. Um you can't do that. You can't put an addict, you can't put an alcoholic in a room, a current alcoholic, not a recovering one. You can't put a current alcoholic in a room with all that favorite alcohol and you know all their favorite activities and not expect them to do that. Not expect them to drink. So you, how do you expect to heal in the same environment? They make you sick. You can't heal with that person, hugging you, loving you, kissing you, get away from them. You, you have to, you have to literally get away from that person. And, and on the other side of it, we, as the narcissist, we don't want to let you go. Every time you try to walk out that door, we make it harder and harder to leave. Every time you walk out that door, we make it harder and harder to leave. And not only because you've been around us for so long, now you know our sense. Like we didn't play the same songs over and over and over again. So now everything, like everything's a trigger for you. So when you leave, when you leave us, you gonna hear some. Like my favorite song was Usher. Imagine leaving me and hear Usher on the radio on the way. You leave it, you just listen to the radio or talking to your friend in the background. You hear some Usher triggered. You smell uh the, some Dolce Gabbana. My favorite cologne now triggered. Everything's gonna trigger you. You're gonna get triggered so much, and it's gonna be you're gonna be in so much pain from the withdrawal of the drug that is me. 
that you you would rather be with me and get this get, get a hit of this drug and feel terrible about yourself later than feel to go through this pain right now. But this is a situation right here. What I tell people all the time, I say, you have to pick your hard, H A R D. Your hard. You have to choose your hard. Two situations. Both 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 choices are hard. Leaving is hard. Staying is hard. You have to pick your hard though, because the leaving hard. You know, leaving hard, I feel like gives you a chance of happiness, gives you a chance to recover. It gives you a chance to live in a decently normal and possibly a great life. It's hard at first because you you want to do the withdrawal. You shaking and you want to hit. You want to tie that thing to your wrist and tap that vein. You want to go. You know, you want to go get a hit. You gotta go no contact. You got to you have to break the bond. Go no contact if you can or you have kids. Low contact if you have kids. Get away from that person. Try not to see that person. You know, you have to get away and it's going to be hard at first, but it gets better. You start here. It's hard. It, the pain, when you leave the pain, the withdrawal, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, but it levels off eventually. Who knows how long it takes? But then you get to be, look, then it goes away. Staying is hard. Staying is hard right here. You start right here. Guess what? And you in pain. It might get better here and there, but boom, it's worse again. You try to leave, uh, boom, it's worse again. It's going to continue to be hard for the rest of your existence. You know, because now you know what you're going to get. And in that statement right there, I know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. That statement keeps people stagnant. That statement keeps people stagnant because at least you know what you're going to get with this person. At least you know this person is going to make you unhappy. At least you know this person. You know, at least you know what to expect from this person. So you might as well stay, correct? That's how a lot of people feel. At least I know what to expect. So a lot of people stay. A lot of people get entangled in these situations and things like that. At least you know. At least we know what to do. At least we know what to expect and things like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you have to break the bond. You have to get away from them. Write this stuff down. Get away from these and get around people that, you know, are going through similar circumstances and talk to people that are going through similar circumstances. Because a lot of times your friends and family, they they might be, you know, they might be on the narcissist side. Like, why are you leaving that good? You have such a good life. Why are you leaving her? You know, y'all were great together. Why are you leaving him? Y'all was the perfect couple. We thought y'all were great together. But they don't know what goes in behind closed doors. They just know what goes on in public or on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. They just know what you show them, you know, and they tend not to believe you if they haven't been through something similar. Or they might believe you, you know, just share it. Get out of your system. Get out of your system. I know, like I said, the trauma bond is tough. It's tough. It's super tough to break. You have to journal it. You have to write it down. You have to study, study um, narcissistic personality disorder. You have to study it, too, to learn the ins and outs and the subtle, the subtle intricacies of the disorder that way you can see you can learn more and more what you're going through you have to learn more and more what you're going through you like you might have an epiphany you're like oh my goodness that's what they, that's what they used to do right there oh my goodness my eyes have been open the only way to break the bond is to break the bond you have to like i feel like in my brain if you if you can acknowledge the trauma bond you can break it and a lot of times in a lot of these situations like I tell people, I also get direct with people too. I ask them, I'm like, why are you risking your life? Why are you giving some, why are you giving your all? Why are you giving your everything to someone who probably won't even come to your funeral? To someone that after, even if they come to your funeral, after your funeral, they're going to be moved on really, really quick. They're going to replace you really, really quick. You'll be replaced really, really quick. What are you going to do? You risk your life. You're giving your health, you're, you're giving your health, your mental health, your physical health. Sometimes you, you putting your kids through it too. To feel good about yourself every once in a while, do stuff by yourself. This is another. This is another thing too, because a lot of times when you trauma bonded, you when you trauma bonded, 
you struggle with self-love and self-value and self-worth, do some stuff by yourself. I'm talking about by yourself, literally turning your phone off, disconnecting from the world and getting away from everything and everybody. Do something by yourself. You have to, like literally. You need to do something by yourself because like to, to find out who you really are, to show you that you can get away from this person and be, you know, be healed from this person. You can't, heal. like I said, you can't heal in the same environment they made you sit. The longer you stay bonded, the more the bond is going to be harder to break. I'm going to leave next. I'm going to leave next year. No, you won't. Next year. I'm going to get away from it in two years. Two years. No, you, you know, you buckle up. Stop getting, stop taking it so easy and put some, put some pressure on yourself. Timelines, you know, put some timelines on yourself. You know, get, 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 put some pressure on yourself. Your kids, especially if you got kids, your kids deserve better than a trauma bonded, you know, person that's struggling with their mental health to feel good about themselves. You know what I mean? Power up. Let's get it. You know what I mean? But y'all, like I said, you know, I do, I do offer the one-on-ones and things like that over, over Zoom and phone call if need be. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Narcissist Code. If you're listening to this on podcast, please give me that five stars on Apple Music and uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever. Spotify as well. Leave me a good review. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I hope, I'm hoping y'all change, I'm changing y'all's lives like y'all changing mine. I'm truly thankful for every one of y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace.